What is up, Candy Crew? Welcome to this very, very special episode of Best Candy Ever with me, your host, Renee, aka Bass Drop Princess. Uh, today, I have this very, very special episode with a very dear and good friend of mine. She is an amazing rave fashion model and also a fellow festival goer as well as a fellow bass head. She is a great influence on the EDM community and often speaks her mind without caring about what other people think and is honestly one of my favorite voices within the EDM community. Uh, so please welcome Kiana's Graham, aka Kiana. Hey guys, how are you? So what is going on? How have you been with all this craziness and this new life that that we're currently living? It's just so strange. It is very strange right now. Um, I am glad that I get to do this because I really haven't been doing much of anything lately. Um, and this is like a fun way to interact with uh, you and uh, my fellow followers and my uh, EDM community. So I'm happy to be here. But yeah, I think that we will get through this and um, our first rave back is going to be so amazing. And I don't know, I'm just so excited for it. Yeah, definitely. I think that with, with everything that's going on, there is a lot of time to think about uh, certain things, but also we're just handling life a lot different. Um, like you said, this yeah. is a great way f for you to even interact with your followers or for them to learn a little bit more about you. So with, with everything that's going on, what, what do you, what do you think is, is something that, that the rave community can can do besides having like these eat these uh what is it these like virtual raves do you think that, uh, there are other things that the edm community or uh, festival goers like us or whoever like what else they can do in order to uh, uh bring us all together I, I i like this because i feel like this is really really giving us that that in-depth conversation but do you have any other suggestions for other like creators out there any other companies i mean i think this is a time where we have to get creative with everything that's going on and i haven't made candy in a while i'll admit but maybe this is a time to virtually make candy over FaceTime or, you know, share some music with the, like your friends that, you know, they haven't heard or bring, you know, um, you know, bring some new music and share it with like your fellow uh, ravers uh, through your socials, through just your friends by sharing them through FaceTime or calling them, you know, just checking in on people, and you really just have to get really creative at during these certain times. And, and I'm usually like more of a creative person in that sense. Uh, I've been making candy since I was um, 2015 when I started raving. But, oh, wow, it's a long uh, time. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. I think that people are doing a lot more than I expected them to. So that's actually like a good thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ab absolutely. Uh, you mentioned that now, you know, now is definitely the time to, to get creative. Uh, what uh, has, has there, is there anybody that you would say has inspired you throughout all of this with their with their creativity that you think other people should should check out? Um, I definitely think that like a lot of the raveware companies are expanding their creativity by going into more of like the swimwear and the activewear and um, just going more towards like loungewear and like things like that to expand their brand, to expand their creativity and 
and right now it is there's no rave so it's hard to just have rave wear so right, right. i think that's you know something that is we're gonna see a lot more of which is nice because we want to be able to support all these small businesses we want to be able to support our friends and you know during these crazy times absolutely i think that supporting uh, especially small shops by by like one one to you know ho- however little of a company they are i think is really right. important um now uh, especially financially but i think that those smaller businesses do work really hard right. and I, there are so many of those in the right. community and i just uh, want to give them props for just being so uh, vigilant throughout right. all of this. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah, I'm seeing, yeah, I'm seeing more and more um, creativity with like um, accessories and like, you know, clothing and just everything, like even like candy, because people more have more time to make candy. And yeah, yeah, I just, I'm so like proud to be part of this community. Absolutely. I, I think it's definitely one of the best. And um, you, we, you mentioned candy and I think that candy is so freaking special and it just has so many different memories attached. So can you actually go over one of the best candies ever that you've received at a at a festival or a show and just tell us a little bit uh, about that candy and your, and your experience with it. Well, I started raving in 2015 and I started making candy at the end of 2015, beginning of 2016, kind of like just discovered it on Instagram, like these candy kids that were just making all these like amazing, amazing pieces. And I'm glad to say that like I was a candy kid because I don't necessarily think I am a candy kid anymore. I started out raving as a candy kid. Um, I still do trade some, but not that much. Um, But I became friends with like so many candy kids and they've given me all these like amazing pieces. I just have so many that like, I can't talk about them. Yeah. Like I have all these like, I don't know if you can see like in the background, I have all these like giant cuffs and giant perlers. Um, Some of them like uh, all the Sailor Moon girls there too. Yeah. Um, I have like light up pieces. I have like, you know, things that just have like a special memory to me. There's just so many. I had to like really go through like my giant tin, like a giant tub of them to figure out which ones I really wanted to highlight. But um, here I have a few that I wanted to share. Um, I think the ones that like kind of catch you off guard when they give them to you instead of like arranging for like a trade are like one of the most special ones I can think of. Most recently, um, I decided to wear like all white all three days to Lost Lands. because I just wanted to. <laughs> I remember that. And, that was so yeah. Cute. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, bass music, everybody just wears black. It's grungy. It's more grimy. And, and like, I, I just had this idea. I wanted to wear like all white. And this girl came up to me on the last day and randomly was like, Oh, I really like your outfit. Like, and she gave me this, um, candy and it says snow bunny on it little dinosaur she's like that's this candy is like made for you and then she just ran away (laughs) i didn't even like get her name or anything so thank you whoever you are if you're listening but yeah it's just what like moments like that you really cherish because like we're all strangers to one another and for someone to like see that you're like you see them and you're like oh I should go give them this candy for no reason just because I like her outfit or because she looks like 
a snow bunny, whatever, you know, I think that's very precious and special. So how did, how did that make you feel? You said that she just ran up to you and said, I think, what did she say? I think you need to have this or you deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. She said that this fits you perfectly. This candy fits you perfectly. So, so did she just come up to you and, and say that, or were you, or did you, were you guys like dancing in the same area that that's just no, so she great. Was like, wa- she was like walking past me and like, just like tapped me on the shoulder and just like gave it to me. And then she had to like run, run back with her friends. So that I think that's so just, awesome. yeah. Yeah. It's just amazing. Like the kind of kindness that we have in our community and that's what I really love about like EDM and like ravers and in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and that that was super sweet that she she saw you in you know in your all white outfit at Lost Land. So I'm sure you you stood out and she she was probably walking and and just it just clicked that oh right. this girl is a snow bunny. I'm going to gift this to her. I don't know her. Right. Never right. seen her. And I think that's just so, that's just one of the, the beauty, the beauties of candy is that you can gift it without, without knowing somebody, but also you don't have to expect anything back. Right. Um, exactly. And I think that, that, that's just so great that right. <laughs> she did that and left and it just, you know, brought you joy for, for, for that right. moment in time. Right. And it's just like. Little things like that create like lasting memories, and it's it's just like it's just like a really fun thing, you know. Additional to like being with your friends and you know having a blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before before you go to festivals, do you and your friends like have a, a candy party, or do you make candies at home to trade with people, or do you pick certain candies from your current collection and kind of choose which ones you want to give kind of of tell us a little bit more about that so I used to make candy before every show but I've made so much that like I've collected a bunch that I've made over the years uh, that I've made and I would just go through and pick out the ones that like I felt fit for like whatever show or like festival I was going to like for example I would have like a bunch of ones for like EDC or you know escape or a bunch of like different ones with different artists so like if I if I'm going to a show and I'm seeing a certain artist I'll bring like certain ones that have that artist because I know they like the same artist as me so that's how I normally go through and pick like a few here and there to give out yeah 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 that that's so cool I I I do kind of the same thing if I know that I'm going to a themed festival for example right escape i i made a whole bunch that said some halloween like right, like right. Boo or yeah. uh you know the typical like escape i think i made one that said scary af some, yeah. something like that something right. to kind of match the, the right. theme of the festival right yeah i think like if you give somebody something that's like themed to whatever festival it is or show um it's a reminder of to them also of uh, how much fun they had at that show. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think that when they when they create it, it also shows that they they really took the the time to prep and get ready for that festival or show and kind of make it a really memorable experience by creating something physical. So they, you know, pretty much manifested this idea or this pattern, candy design, whatever in their minds and and put it on and decided, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to wear this. This is cool. I'm going to make some new friends uh, at at the show or festival. And I think that's just so great knowing that you're, you're making this to gift to somebody. Do you have any other uh, special candies that, that kind of have that same memorable experience? Um, I have a few here actually that are perlers um, that my, some of my dear friends have made for me. Um, I guess I'll start with this one. Um, This one is 
an up marshmallow <laughs> and it lights up. If you've seen the movie Up, the part where they have the balloons, you know, he's floating. So it's like all these different colorful balloons. And then at the end of it is a little marshmallow. And his string is like all like cotton pom-poms. Oh my and gosh. This one, and this one is actually made by my um, dear friend Tate, who I've been to several festivals with. Um, he's in the Pacific Northwest in Washington. Oh, um, for, for those that are listening, uh, the, the specific perler that Kiana has is a whole bunch of balloons and the balloons light up. It's this perler and it's a whole bunch of balloons. And then there's a, there's marshmallow holding on, like he's holding on for dear life. Right. I think it's so cute. And he comes up with like the most creative and innovative, like designs I have ever seen. Like, uh, you, some people might know him. You guys are candy kids are watching. Um, he's a dentist and he actually, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Expecting and that. he, sometimes he walks around with like an in and out perler hat <laughs> that he made. Yeah. That he made. And he wow. has like, um, he wears like a bunch of perlers all the time around his neck when he's walking around festivals. Um, he gave one of my friends a giant like Rick and Morty pickle. That was fun. Oh my so. gosh. He, he, he sounds so talented. I mean, that, that perler alone, it, it lights up. I've never seen a perler necklace that lights yeah. up like that. That yeah, he makes so like cool. he makes all these crazy ones where like they like have like mechanics where it spins around in the front and like like he's made one with like there's like a toy race car inside then you move it to like move the car around the racetrack. It his creativity is like insane. That yeah, that is some some awesome uh perler candy engineering right there uh added yeah. to us. I'm going to put this on. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that is so cute. So did yeah. he, so you mentioned that this is your friend. Did he, did you, were you guys at a shore festival together or did you guys just run into each other when he gave you that? Um, he actually gave me this at EDC two years ago. Oh my God. That is yeah. such a great gift. Yeah. That is so cool. Uh, you know what? Does he have an Instagram or anywhere people can follow him and check out some of the candies that he's made? Does he showcase them like that um, I believe he deleted a lot of that stuff off of his page right now. Oh, darn. Okay. So, but if you have been around in the candy kid scene for like the last like three or four years, you guys probably know who he is. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. You know, I have to give props to, to these candy kids. I mean, I make candy, but it's nowhere near as good as that. So many right. of them are just so talented and, you know, we see them walking around at, at festivals and you can distinguish the candy kids from oh yeah, oh yeah, you know, people like, yeah. like me that just string right. some beads together. These right. candy kids have all these intricate cuffs and designs. Right. They, and you know, when, when I, I think that when they give you something of that, of that greatness, it, it for me, it makes me feel really special because it's right. not something, I guess it's out of the ordinary and it, it right. you could see all the effort and the work that right. they put into it. Right. It, it really blows my mind the amount of creativity that like these candy kids have um just like putting colors together putting patterns together um you know putting like crazy ideas that they have in their head and making it into like a candy masterpiece right. and then like and then actually giving it to someone else Exactly. Yeah. The thing is when you, when you start creating candy or a perler, you're making it knowing that you're, you're going to part with it at one right. point. Right. And it's, I, I think it's such a great act of um, selflessness because right. 
you're you're not keeping it for yourself no matter how hard or how much time you've you know put into it and worked on it so that's one of the reasons I I really love it and it's just so inspiring when I see uh, people plurring or right things like that yeah and I do think that we need to bring more awareness to candy kids and their craft because I feel like a lot of the new school ravers don't know much about it and they see it and they're like oh that looks so cool and then they're like well how do I get one because they want (laughs) one you know right because they want one because it looks cool but it it does take you know time and effort and it's not just like you know something you just give away for free just because someone asked you know it's more like you have to vibe with the person you have to you know have a special moment with the person bond and that's what makes it memorable because I feel like if you just like someone asks you and you just gave it to them it doesn't really mean anything if that makes sense to you sure sure I agree. I think that you definitely need to have some type of connection. Not not just that. I think I think even just like maybe riding the the same wavelength of vibes, you know? Right. Right. I had I had a friend who told me about her her, her shitty experience at EDC with uh, a candy. So she saw this guy with this really dope cuff on and she was like telling the guy that it's it's so dope it's great uh right it's so intricate and she really loved it and she asked if she could have it and she told me this and in my head I was like well it doesn't really work that way I guess you can ask but it's usually gifted to you you know right right and so I guess what the guy had said was sure for five dollars oh wow when i heard that i was like that is i mean no tea no shade you can sell your candies right right it's your candy but that is not there there's i don't i didn't feel like there was any plur and there was no special moment right it was right it was mostly business and I don't know if that's what his intention was. If he takes a whole bunch of candies and and he sells them, like sure, okay, but I don't think that they necessarily had. They I don't think they were riding the same wavelength, you know. Right. Right. Maybe beforehand when she she was connecting with him, telling him that that the candy was amazing and and so cool. Uh, Otherwise, it turned. In in my opinion, it turned sour pretty fast. Right, but, right, yeah. But the the usual the usual way of trading involves plur. Right. For those that don't know, can you tell us what plur is? Uh, plur means uh, P L U R, and that stands for peace, love, unity, and respect. And there's usually um, a handshake kind of thing where you do with that. So if you want to do it with me over the screen, we can do it. Sure. So we can show people and describe it for those of you that are listening. Say, ready? So ready. we go peace with our two um, hands with the middle and index. Like a peace, peace sign. Peace sign. And then we go love. We make like a half a heart and match it to the other person's. So it look like that. So like this. Like yep. A heart shape. Mm-hmm. And then we go respect. Where you do hug. You have to. Okay. And then we just put your hand up together next to the other person's. And then you clap your hands together. And then love is you trade the candy. So you're moving the candy, your bracelet towards your, the other person's hand. And then if they give you something back, it's an exchange. And then you give them a big hug. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it's so great because it really cements that bond that you guys had created. You know, going from peace, love, unity, respect, and then that 
that transfer of candy, right. I think it symbolizes this transfer of love right. once you're doing it. And I'm not sure how it is with you. I want you to share how your experience is after. But for me, whenever we transfer candy and we both look at the candies, all excited, we normally, the the person that I'm I'm normally trading with, we hug. And if we really connected, we get each other's um, like socials information so that we can connect in the future. How are you when you, you trade with someone with that, that you had just met? I, I always like look at the candy afterwards and I'm always like, amazed at what like the other people like pick for me because normally it's like um you don't really know that person right you're just you just vibe with them and then you're trading candy so to see what the other person thinks of what your personality is or what uh they feel like would fit you that just like the you know the the story with my snow bunny candy um it's it's really neat to like see what other people think of you and like to match the kind of candy that they give you. It's always fun. Yeah. Totally. I I agree. My favorite is when before they trade you, they always look at their arm and they're like, I have a really good one for you. I want to go special. Oh yeah. And they just hype you up and it it definitely hypes me up and it gets me really, really excited. Right. What are some some other uh, special candies that you've received? I know you have this massive collection. Oh, yeah. We, well, speaking of massive, (laughs) I I don't even know if the lights work on this, but it lights up. I'm going to try. This also lights up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, the, one of them works. Okay, here we go. I'm trying to like turn it all on. So, so tell us exactly what this is. Um, this massive piece is like bigger than me. <laughs> um, it was it's Sailor Jupiter. Uh, those of you who don't know, it's um, a cartoon, an Asian cartoon anime from like the nineties that I'm obsessed with. Um, there, there's like these characters, the show is called Sailor Moon. Um, there's three of the Sailor Scouts on here. Sailor Moon, Sailor Jupiter is my favorite and Sailor Mars. I think he put like three perlers together to make this. It's all like taped in the back, like glued. Oh, wow. Together. So, so this is this is all three of those characters, these Sailor Moon characters, Perler together. Yeah, yep. So it's a massive. I'm just gonna put it on because that way I can talk. It's a massive Perler. It covers like half of your body. <laughs> it does. It's huge. Um, this one uh, was made by one of my amazing friends, Crash. Um, we had a connect, we connected over Instagram in 2016 and decided to meet up at, um, before EDC at the iHeart Raves, a pop-up store. And oh, very cool. Each, yeah. Cause we didn't know if we were able to find each other inside EDC, because if you've been to EDC, you know, there's no reception in there <laughs> at all. <laughs> I give up usually. Yeah, non-existent. So you really have to plan what you're, you know, if you're going to try to meet your friends and whatnot. So we knew that wasn't happening. So we decided to meet up before EDC. And he gave me this giant piece. And he knew how much I like Sailor Moon. And so I wasn't not expecting like this at all from him. Was it your so that first was like time, a surprise? Uh, I mean, I know you said it, it was my first time meeting him. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So he gave you that that beautiful masterpiece the first time you guys met. Yes. Yeah. That is so so kind, and that yeah. is so generous. He obviously thought yeah. of you while creating this. Right. It it was made for me. Yeah, it was like a setup trade. This wasn't like a surprise. 
we knew like we were trading each other. Um, I ended up making him a giant nine tails oh, curler wow. uh, from Pokemon. And it oh was like almost as big as this. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know you knew how to perler. That is so cool. Uh, I do. I just don't do it often anymore because it just takes so much time. Uh, cuffs are another thing, though. I don't know how to make cuffs at all. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. You and I both. I, I wish yeah. I could. It's like another language, but it's so, so Yeah, cool. it's very intricate and it's just hard to make. But I applaud those that do make amazing, amazing cuffs. And I do have some that I wanted to talk about as well. But, okay cool. yeah so this is a giant perler that he made me that did, did he mention how long it took him to create that because there's a lot of detail because those are the perler is three full full body characters right um i don't know how long it took him but i know like he makes these giant perlers all the time and it takes him like onwards of days to make like one piece because you really can't make, you know, uh, those of you who don't know, perlers are these little tiny um, plastic beads that you put over a pegboard and then you um, either look up a design online, which there are tons of, or you can create your own with the um, colors. And then you have to put like a piece of uh, wax paper on top and then you um iron it to melt and fuse the um the perlers together and that's how they become one giant piece so it takes a lot of time a lot of patience because i've had plenty of times where i've sneezed <laughs> over the perlers and it just like went flying everywhere and oh, then you have no. to restart the whole thing or if you bump it if you move them or some some way and then you iron it it just like comes out all weird i was about to say that's just as bad as when you're you just finished a beautiful candy pattern and you're stringing it up and you're trying to make a knot but your your fingers are too big or you just can't make the knot and you drop it on accident i know oh my gosh just, that's the worst avalanches down worst. and it just yeah. is yep. just deconstructed and you have to remember how you did everything it's right it's so sad yeah. it, it's very <laughs> it's very sad um there are times where, you know, I've spilled beads all over the floor. That's the worst. And then you have to like pick them up. <laughs> yeah. Those are fun. Those are fun times. I just hate it when you don't get all of the beads. So you have like some secret ones laying around. Oh yeah. Do it's like glitter. Them? It's like glitter. Like you literally like clean your room and then you find like one bead that's been hiding under your bed for like weeks right well what i hate is that i feel like these beads these these escaped candy beads are just laying around scheming to to get you and when you step on it it's as oh bad my as gosh yeah right oh yeah yeah that's just as bad as legos yeah so so um, i had no idea that you even knew how to perler. That is so cool. When when you created that nine tails perler for for your friend that created this perler for you, how yeah. how long did did that take? Um, I want to say it took me about. I was working on it like on and off. I didn't work on it like all the way through one sitting. Um, probably total amount of hours, maybe like five or six hours. Oh wow. That's a pretty yeah. long time. Yeah. Yeah. And some of these designs are like so intricate. Like you can see that it's not just like one color of like, you know, green that they're putting in. Like there's like different, you know, colors in there. And you have to individually put each one on there before it gets ironed. So it is a lot of work. Yeah, I think that with with perlers, what makes it difficult? I've 
I've tried. I'm no, I'm not, I, I would say I'm definitely a, a rookie. I'm no, I'm not a pro or anything, but you really have to, to, to look at how the colors fade and ombre. Right. right. And for, for those types of, of creations, I think that you really have to be meticulous about, about where you put certain colors or exactly shades to yep. make it so when it melts it'll right it'll look like a dimension yeah that is so crazy when when you created that nine tails perler did you have a design or did you do it from like like a, a picture and you had it in your memory like like you just went off of how it looked in your um memory? i i was not that great at creating my own designs so i um I actually got it off of the internet on Google and just copied it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's nothing wrong with that. I did that for what? a little, I, I think I had like a little, uh, I made a butterfly, but it looked like a heart. Yeah. It was so hard, even though it was just a simple. Right. 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 Wow. The whole, pro- the whole process is just very time consuming and like you have to be very patient with it. Right. And because it is time consuming, I think that right now with everything that's going on, this would actually be a great time to pick up and learn how to, yep, how to create cups since a lot of us are stuck at home. Right. I think this is just a time for all of the, creative juices to just flow out from you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm actually going to make some more candy soon. So I've got, um, actually I decided I wanted to make some, uh, plur packages for a couple of people, uh, because we were talking about, uh, helping the USPS, um, get some more business. So, I decided I wanted to write some letters to people and to make some floor packages. So I'm actually picking back up some of my candy stuff that's been uh, in my closet for the last year or so and going to pick that up again. And I'm excited for it because I think it's a great way to de-stress and a great way to get your creative juices flowing and just work on things for uh some of my friends agreed i wow i think that is so so cool and so awesome of you can you tell us a little bit for those that don't know what exactly a plur package is um so a plur package is when you trade with somebody but not in person so this is when you um, make some, it can be candy. It could be like anything really um, that you feel like that person would like and you put it in kind of like a care package. So you put it all together and you um, mail it to that person. So it's like getting a surprise in the mail for them because you don't really tell them what you're making. You kind of like, ask the person, Hey, what's your favorite DJs? What's your favorite colors? You know, things like that. And then you make something according to that. So if I was to send you a plur package, I would make like, you know, pinks and purples, like colored, like, you know, candies. And I would put maybe some makeup in there. I would put like, you know, some like little things that I think that that person would like. It, nece- it doesn't necessarily have to be candy, but it should include some candy because it is part of the culture to trade candy. So that's what that is. And it's it's just a fun way to um, get to know people as well and um, meet people and to get some surprises as well. And who doesn't like opening the mail and being surprised at what you're getting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is so yeah. awesome. I didn't know that it it wasn't just candy. I thought it was strictly candy. I didn't know that you include other things that some people do and some people don't. So oh, it's okay. just like a matter of like your preference. 
of like what like i don't make cuffs i'm i don't really make perlers anymore so like in my plur packages i will include some other stuff because i just feel like i need something more to balance it out with the fact that like i don't make cuffs or like perlers so you know it's just whatever you feel comfortable with yeah. yeah, it's like here's this other amazing thing to make up for right. my lack of pearl- right. perlers right. or cuffs. But right. there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's so right. cool because you're still putting so much thought into what that that other person likes. Right. With these plur packages, do you in the past have you sent them out to people that you didn't know, or did you meet them before? Or did you already know them? Um, some have been where I have never met them and some have been where I have met them. That is so cool. Are you doing that? I know you said that you're, you're going to start or you're planning on starting plant, uh, sending out plur packages. Uh Are you going to be doing that with any of your followers or people that you already know, or uh, tell us a little bit more about that? Cause I think that Um, is so inspiring. Yeah. I actually got that idea from one of my other friends and um, I'm actually exchanging with her and a couple of my friends. And um, I put it out there on my Instagram stories if anybody wanted to trade. Um, I got a few responses. I um, Also, if you want to just write a letter, we can write letters. I think like writing letters are fun too. You know, just like uh, reading a letter from somebody from another part of the country or another part of the world. Um, is amazing. I have a friend who actually sends me postcards all the time. So that's really fun to like receive those, um, which I need to send him back one. So if he's watching this, hi, Panda, I need to send you a postcard. <laughs> He'll send you one. Yeah. 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 He's, he's great. I think that that's what a lot of people are kind of missing out on. Because when I was younger, I would do the the same thing because when I was growing up, not every kid had a cell phone. So we would solely rely on, like you said, letters. And it was just so, so fun because you could, you could see what exactly, well, not see, but you, you could see that person's handwriting. And I've heard somewhere that that someone's handwriting says a lot about them. So I had one friend who had the most beautiful handwriting. It looked like a font. It looked like somebody typed it out, but she oh, wow. hand wrote everything. Yeah. Yeah. And she, the, the letter, I, I have all these letters somewhere, but they, they bring back so many memories because to communicate with someone via paper an envelope and stamp took time and you really had to make the effort to right. send your friend or loved one a message versus now where it's more of a text and it's right, know, right. within seconds. I think it's more personal when you handwrite something to somebody and um, you give it that special touch of hey like you know I'm putting more effort into it Right. For me, it's a special touch of you. It's a part of you. This is me. This is a defining characteristic that I have. Right. Uh, I, I actually love, love handwritten stuff too. And I know that you, you like to do that because I've gotten like a handwritten card from you with a a special message. And it always makes me feel good inside when I, I read it. It's not just that generic message in the card. Right. Right. It's you and whatever you have to say. And I I I keep those cards and they oh. I don't throw them away or anything really yeah. corny and sentimental like yeah. that. <laughs> I am too. I have like all of my wristbands from all my festivals and I have like all of the pamphlets from like all the festivals and um I keep a lot of like handwritten notes from people and things like that. And I think it's just a fun way to look back at the memories that you've created with like certain people. Right. In a sense, I think it's kind of like candy because you have to take that effort and that time to create it and then give it away or or say, right. you know. Right. Right. 
So I think that that's just something that some people will never know about are our handwritten letters. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that was the way that everybody communicated back in the old days before we had cell phones and before we had, you know, TV and like whatever communication modes that we have now. And I think a lot of people don't get that or understand that anymore. Right. Even, even during high school with, with some of my friends, what we would do is during class, we would write each other little handwritten notes. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. We would fold it out. All, yep. all fancy. It would tuck this little part in. So when you pull it out, it like unravels. Yeah. And texting, we, we had phones, but we, it was just more fun to pass each other in the hallway and then exchange the little notes. And right. it would be anywhere from, depending on how much you paid attention in class, it would be anywhere from half a page to a, to a paper that was filled with whatever they were thinking during that period back and forth. And right. I actually still have a lot of those types of notes too. And it, I guess it's bad. It was good and bad. It was good because they were obviously thinking of you and wanted to tell you something. Right. So they weren't paying attention in class. Right. Yeah. But I, I always thought that was super cool and super fun too. So yeah. with, with everything that is going on, you know, life is strange. We don't know when festivals will be back in full force. What, what advice would you give to fellow ravers during this time? Um, I would say stay positive. Um, stay connected to your friends, to the community and just think of creative ways to um, bond with people. Um, I know we're all missing that lack of social interaction with people. Um, I never realized I'm an extra, I'm an introvert extrovert. So I got to warn you guys, sometimes you guys come up to me at festivals and I'm kind of awkward. <laughs> Uh, is because I'm nor I am more introverted than I am an extrovert. You might see me as an extrovert because of the um, the things that I do on Instagram, the way I am, the way that I act um, in my stories and whatnot when I'm at a festival. But if a stranger or somebody that knows me that I don't know them comes up to me, I I, I'm, I'm shy. I'm a shy person in general. So you got to like give me a little bit of time to figure it out <laughs> sometimes. Um, but I just never realized how much of an extrovert I am until this. Um, how much that we all need some sort of social interaction with people. And I, I think a lot of people are realizing that and it's hard. It is hard, but, um, like I said, just, uh, stay healthy and stay safe and, um, you know, things will get back to how they were before. And I, yeah, I, I just, yeah, yeah, definitely. I think what you, you made some really good points, like staying connected with loved ones, but also sometimes you may seem one way, but you're not like saying that you're, you're extroverted, but sometimes when you meet people, you're a little shy. It takes some time to, to warm up. And I think as as we get through this thing, some of us will take some time to warm up, adjusting back to life as right. it was. And I think that right now you can't expect too much of people because a lot of right. us are too shaken up or are trying to cope or are still processing 
how how everything is even going right right now. yeah i think a lot of a lot of us are um stressed out about what's going on and um so we need to do some activities that like are going to ground us and uh self-care activities as well um go outside you know get some exercise uh get some vitamin d i know i'm definitely missing some of that from being inside a lot and um just try to stay connected but also stay safe absolutely you you mentioned self-care what what are some of the things that you're doing to to give yourself some of that self-care um a lot of you guys if you guys are following me on instagram know that i haven't been really posting much lately on there because of all these events that have been happening um i think that was part of my self-care during this time to be less present on social media and more present in the real world and i think that's given me a lot of time to think about the choices that like i'm making in life and uh, as well and it it's been nice it's been nice to not really worry about um social media stuff i think that we all get caught up too much in that world and it was a, it's been a good break for us for me at least to kind of take a step back and reevaluate and just use it as i need it sure sure i think that staying away from social media is one of one of the top 3 things that that a lot of people need to cut back on especially if you're if you're one of those types of people that get sucked into social media for for hours and hours on end when you're right. not doing anything yeah right i know when i'm in bed i used to constantly like scroll just scroll through my instagram look at people's stuff you know look at ads look at this and i think and then you're late you know you like you're just looking and then all of a sudden like 20 30 minutes later you're like where did the where did the time go and you've literally done nothing so exactly. yeah i just don't i i mean i can't speak for everybody but i think taking a break and spending less time on social media and worrying about um likes and follows and things like that have been really good for my mental health. Right. So since you've taken some time away from social media, have what have you been doing instead? Have you been you said uh, exercise? Is that something that you've been doing to kind of get your mind off of these things or is that or, or is there anything else that you've been doing instead of being on social media? Um I've actually taken up cooking as a hobby so cool yeah um it's been it's been great i think i need a bigger kitchen though <laughs> well, what are some of the things that you've you've learned to cook um i've learned to make crab cakes and they're cakes. they're amazing i need to make you some i remember we we're talking about that yes, um please i I've learned how to make um steak really well. Uh I've I've gotten good at like looking up copycat recipes for like my favorite restaurants for oh, like certain nice. things. Yeah, like certain things that I've been like missing, you know, like hot and juicy like making the sauce that they make and making the shrimp boil at home. Um cheesecake factory recipes like There there's literally like a copycat recipe for every single restaurant dish that you can think of out there. So, have have all of them turned out pretty successful? Uh I would say 80% of like the things I've made have been pretty yeah. Yeah, it's great. That is so so good to hear because I hate when 
at least this happens to me sometimes when I try out a new recipe and, you know, when you're, you're trying something out for the first time, you're not aware of things that might go wrong or things that can happen. Wait. I remember for the first time I, uh, when the first time that I cooked shrimp, these little baby shrimps, I wasn't aware that they would turn like translucent. So to me, they looked like they were still raw. So I ended up overcooking them and they ended up, yeah, they ended up turning into like these nickel sized white rubbery shrimps. And my boyfriend was like, no, it's still good. As I'm like chewing it, like (laughs) basically uh, grinding my teeth through it. But there's just certain things that you learn along the, the, the cooking process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, um, I learned how to make, um, etouffee. What is that? I've never heard of that. So it's a Louisiana, uh, dish. Um, usually it's with crawfish. So it's like a, crawfish with like a gravy sauce almost like a gumbo but thicker with rice and it's amazing I've had it at like restaurants and stuff but I it took me hours of research to look up how to make it properly because there's so many different people trying to make the same thing different ways right right yeah and then you're like I don't know which one to follow and it didn't taste exactly like the one that I ate at the restaurant. So I was kind of disappointed, but it, it, it was so tasty. It just wasn't the same. Yeah. Whenever, whenever I, I feel whenever you're trying to do something like a restaurant, there's always that little thing that's missing where it's like, exactly, what is it? What? it's similar, but there's just that one thing missing. And I, I feel like it's, there's always some secret ingredient. Wait. Like MSG or, Wait. or whatever. Yeah. Wait. yeah, yeah. That, that, that little, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm like always constantly looking on uh, Instagram now for, or like Pinterest for like recipes and stuff. And my next big project that I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to make my own uh, ribs. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. I'll keep you guys updated. (laughs) Yes. I'm ready for some Chef Kiana. (laughs) I know you cook a lot too. So I, I try to cook a lot. I think that for the most part, I'm okay. I know the basics, but with, with everything that's going on, I want to try to to really find find my uh, my I guess my creative cooking flow, just because yeah. there's so many different ways to to cook things too. Like right. like salmon, you can you can bake it, you can instant pot it, you can put it in the oven, and it turns out completely different each right. time. So the 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 possibilities are just endless with cooking, and that's what I really like about it. Baking, I think, is really fun too, but it's rocket science. Because you messed up one thing and right. it's, yeah. it's over. You have to start over. Yeah. I bought um, a kit to make these cookies and they were like brown butter uh, truffle mm. cookies. Truffle, like they had the truffle honey on top that you like, it's like a truffle specialty place I bought them from. So they give you like a truffle salt and a truffle honey to put on top. And it was like brown the butter and I was like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so I literally had to like Google and be like, how do I brown butter? And I guess that's like one of the things that's like really hard to do to on your first try to get it right because you could easily just burn it. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I didn't know what that was before I, before I tried these cookies. So now I know how to brown butter. <laughs> See, that's, that, that's the thing too with learning something new is that within learning something new you have to learn something within that thing there's always like these other steps that will take you right these other steps that that are basically in one step of the process right right 
Well, that is so awesome. I'm so glad that you're, you're being productive and, and taking the time to, to learn something, something new. Yeah. And it's just like, I normally, if I work when I'm working, um, I don't have time to, you know, spend on all this, like cooking and like all this stuff. So, so now is just a great time for me to learn some, how to do some of these things and Absolutely. It's been fun. Yeah, I think that despite everything being canceled, all the all these horrible things happening to loved ones or events or businesses, things like that, despite all of the bad, what I like is that these new things are coming out from it. What? Whether it be what? learning a new skill. The way I think about it is if this if this pandemic never happened, I would have never started this podcast. I would have never taken the time to, to really think things through and, and take, take that first step. That first step is all it takes to, right. to, to this right. domino effect of, right. of your, your, your growth and, and successes, right. you know? Right. Yeah, and I, I am glad that you're doing this. This this is um this has been fun. Thank you so much. I think it is super fun. I loved learning about all of your, your cool candies or your gigantic perler masterpieces from your very creative and talented friends. So this place, best candy ever, is just somewhere that I want other people to to connect like how we are. And of course in uh, future episodes, I definitely want other people to to uh, come on or share or just send me their pictures of the candies and uh, descriptions. If you guys want to do that, please feel free to DM me, send me a message on Instagram or Twitter. I would absolutely love to to learn and hear about and see all your different candies. It's just uh, opening up this this nostalgia with festivals and it it's something that just makes you feel good inside. And I'm really, really glad and honored that you have decided to come on. I appreciate you so much. Um, and I appreciate the fact that you thought of me for this. I, I didn't realize that you didn't know that I made perlers. No, I didn't. So that's why I yeah. was like, this yeah. is, this is so great. I've, I've never actually, well, I don't think we've had the conversation, but also right. whenever we, we we talk about festivals, we're all, always planning out, you know, artists to, to meet up at or what festivities we're going to do, what time we're going to get there or et cetera, et cetera. The, the pre-festival uh, activities, I feel like we're always so busy with work or what? Right. with taking care of whatever that, that kind of gets, gets lost in the mix. So, yeah, we, we definitely need to do a, a candy party. I need to find all my perlers and stuff. And I would love to, I haven't done it in yeah. a while. The last time I tried to make a perler, I used a flat iron and <laughs> that didn't turn out so great. So yeah, you definitely need a regular iron for sure for that. Yes. Well, I am very, very down. But once again, thank you so much for coming on to Best Candy Ever. Uh, tell us where people can find you at. Um, my Instagram handle is at Kianasgram, K-I-A-N-A-S with the S dot G-R-A-M. This is Kianasgram on Best Candy Ever with her beautiful, amazing, dope perlers. Go ahead and check her page out. Maybe she'll even trade a package, a plur package with you. Who knows? But thank you so much for just being a great influence on this EDM community. I think that the love that you're spreading is just so genuine and what, what you're, you're doing, I think is something that the world really needs more of. Thanks for so much for having me. And thank you for um, having me on here and doing this broadcast. I know that a lot of people are going to be um, enjoying this and maybe we can both inspire some people to learn about candy culture and plur and all of that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I will hit you up.
So if you guys haven't done so already, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Also, if you guys can please do me a huge favor and rate and review this podcast on iTunes, I would really appreciate it. And that would help Best Candy Ever out so much. Also, I am on Instagram. So give me a follow at Bassdrop Princess. So thank you so much, Kiana, for being on Best Candy Ever. And if you guys have some cool candies to share or some awesome memories uh, with trading, um, please send me a DM at me on Twitter. I'm on Twitter too, at Bassdrop Princess. And we can just share and connect and talk about one of the greatest things that connect us the most besides music candy. Stop, 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 stop.